The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Do you want to start a company but have no idea where to begin? Or do you have dreams of becoming an influencer? Well, the Life with Mariana podcast is here to help. I'm Mariana Hewitt, a Los Angeles-based influencer and co-founder of the Clean Skincare line, Summer Fridays. Each Tuesday, I'm talking to my friends from business owners, wellness experts, and more to share all of their best advice for you to live your best life. Make sure to tune in and subscribe to my podcast and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what's coming up each week so you don't miss an episode. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. Hi guys, time has gone by and I realized like, oh my God, we had so many interviews, but we didn't get to chat. And I literally, even though I have more interviews already slated and already supposed to come out, I literally moved them so I could talk to you because I miss that. And, and I feel like we have to catch up and Arielle's not here. You guys, she's in Miami. I know a lot of people were writing to me like, have Ariel on too. I have to f- remember what she said yesterday that was dumb. And I was like, see, this is why you're fired. Oh, she didn't know that Rita Ori- Ora was married to Taika Watiti. She was like, who's she dating? And I was like, she's married. You're fired. Anyway, I love Ariel. I do. You guys would die if you saw our family dynamic, as you know. Well, Ariel and my mom used to live in my building. Allison, my older sister, lives three blocks away. She always had FOMO, always had issues with that, even though it's literally three blocks. But it would be like, is it so hard to come three blocks away? And we would be like, come here. But we're in our PJs. Like, it is different. The minute you leave your house, it is different. As you know, Arielle moved to her building. It's like nothing else exists in New York, just where we live. Arielle moved to her building a few months ago. I thought it was going to be really hard. And I was like, so sad. But it's actually fine. Like we have such a strong relationship that it's the same. It was obviously nice to wake her and her husband up with Noah jumping on their bed and stealing her food. And Mayo, we're a Mayo family, by the way. You know that meme that's like, imagine marrying someone and then finding out their family does like 5K mile runs on Thanksgiving. For me, it's like, imagine marrying someone and finding out they don't like mayonnaise. Like we're a mayonnaise family. It's embarrassing. And luckily I married a mayonnaise god, like your own. I know that's weird to hear his name, the husband. He is more obsessed with mayo than I am and actually wanted to get Heinz tattooed on him. Heinz is his favorite type of mayo. He swears there's a stark difference between all them. I got him into Hellman's a little bit, but he wanted to tattoo Heinz on him. And if you go to McDonald's with him, it will be the most embarrassing thing because he'll order his meal and then say, can I have seven mayo and five ketchup? Like that's the number. And he'll say the number, which is smart, because if you just ask for it, you're going to get two packets, you know, and then be like, can I have more? but then I hate ordering for him because he'll be like, can you ask for seven mayo and five ketchup? Anyway, so luckily for me, I married a mayo guy. Oh, my God. How did we get here, guys? We have so much to talk about. And here I am talking about 
mayo. I also just want to just say, like, I know there's a lot going on in the world right now. And I talk about it on my Instagram. But I think for the podcast, we're just going to talk about pop culture. And we're going to talk about silly stuff because this is what the show is here for, like for me and for you. Like, I just want to keep it light and fun for us. But I will say that with everything going on in the world and such a shit time, I've been eating like it's going out of style. Like I've been eating like they're like the world's ending. Make sure you've eaten enough bagels like that you're okay with (laughs) because I've been just like, how could you care? How could you chop up a cucumber a la Kendall Jenner when like the world's going to shit? You know, how can you say no to a bagel in front of your face when so much shit is happening in the world? So I'm just telling you where I am right now. Is it sitting well with my tum-tum? No, it's not. But what are we going to do? I also want to just say thank you to everybody who writes such kind messages. And I do really feel like my space is a safe space. Like maybe I am. Maybe that sounds silly because the internet is so crazy. But I do feel really lucky with my following that I feel pretty safe. Like I do. Yeah, I get some messages, but I feel really good about my space. So thank you for creating that safe space for me. I do have some people that are angry with me and my opinions and the things that I'm sharing. And that's okay. Like when I get messages that are into having a conversation, I often answer them and have that conversation if I see it. If it's just like being nasty, then obviously I won't. But also a lot of people are taking to my reviews to just write things that don't have to do with the podcast. So I'd appreciate it if you support me and you support this podcast and you haven't left a review about the podcast, then uh, please go do that now. It does mean more than you would know. Anyway, I just want to talk about the morning show for a second because I'm almost done with this season. And if you guys haven't watched the morning show on Apple TV, watch it. It's such a good show. I mean, obviously, like Jennifer Anderson, Reese Witherspoon, fucking Billy Kudrup, which like I'm obsessed. And by the way, no, I'm not still mad at him about Mary Louise Parker <laughs> leaving her pregnant for Claire Danes. I actually heard that there is more to that story. I also heard that he has And that just adds to his BD for me. Like, he's so cute. I love his acting. I really think he deserves an Emmy. I think he won one for the first season. But like, wow, like his anxiety just like rolls over to me from the screen. He's just so fucking good. I love Corey. John Hamm is in this season. He's spectacular. His chemistry with Jennifer Aniston is off the fucking charts like I know they're probably friendly because he's like friends with Will Arnett and she's part of that crew but they're so hot together that I'm like no why didn't you get together I mean he is oh John did you guys know John Hamm was married to Anna Osceola and let me tell you this bitch had a fucking like line in the finale of Mad Men or something fucking the luck on this B she played a freaking receptionist and she married John Hamm. Ugh. Speaking of hot people, I saw Jessica Biel and Justin Timberlake on the red carpet of the Trolls movie, which, by the way, I took Noah to the camp store for this like Trolls experience. And it was so cute. And then I realized, like, hey, Jessica Biel, I don't know why I hated you growing up. I hated her before JT. So this has nothing to do with my we'll get to that. I don't know. Something about her irked me since Seventh Heaven. 
I don't know. Does anybody else feel that way? Then I watched The Sinner and was like, oh, my God, she's a good actress and got more into her. But for some reason, still hated her. There are some actresses that you just don't like, like not in this not in a mean way that just like rub you the wrong way as actors. She did. But that's changing for me. And especially because I'm superficial and she's so good looking. And I love women in their 40s slaying. And she's fucking slaying. But guess who looks like fucking such a loser? (laughs) I can't with Justin Timberlake, you guys. And it's not even because of Britney. Like, yes, it may have added. I don't know why I feel this way towards him. I used to fucking love him. Obviously, I went to see him in concert, which wasn't as great as I thought it would be. It was like Man of the Woods, that tour. I don't know. He just seems toolish to me. Like he lost his swag. Fricka fricka. Yeah. <laughs> what was that line from Britney's book? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Fo shiz, fo shiz. Genuine. What's up, homie? <laughs> oh, I can't. I cannot. No, and that's not why I got the ick from Justin. But it's maybe why I secretly got the ick from Justin if he used to say shit like that. But you know what would have been cool if he posted something being like, Foshes, Foshes. I don't know. There's something just that seems lame about him now. And it's not because of Britney. I mean, maybe it's like all these things that added up over the years, like Janet, Britney, him cheating on Jessica Biel, all those things like add up. Regarding Britney's book, I remember that I posted something and was like, you guys, I don't know if she wrote the book. Like, I'm worried. Like, is she getting something out of this? Like, all this conspiracy shit that was going through my head. But then I read some of the book and I spoke to some people and it was definitely by Britney. By the way, every celebrity that you that writes a book nine and a half out of 10 times isn't writing the book by themselves. Like unless it's like an author that that's what they do. They're usually working with somebody to help them write the book. So it is by Britney and whoever helped to write it. It's in Britney's voice, obviously. And then when you hear it, you're like, no, that's literally Britney. It's just sad to me that like she's not well enough. And I mean, let's be honest, like face the facts. That's the reason. It's sad to me that she's not well enough to do the audiobook. It's sad to me that she wasn't well enough to do press for her book. Like she's so young. She has her whole life ahead of her. And it's like she can't be public facing anymore. Like why? Like why can't we take care of her and get her to a place where she can? I just have a feeling that it's not going so well over there, you know? And like, I know a lot of us don't want to admit it because we love her so much and God knows that I do, but that's the truth. And it's sad. Like not even one sit down interview. Like we thought we would get an Oprah. We thought we would get something and we fucking didn't like one late night talk show. I just feel like they didn't want to take the liability that like put Britney in the spotlight. That's fucking sad, but I'm sure she got tons of money for this and You know, it is what it is. This episode is sponsored by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, whether you're looking for a head-turning handbag or a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear that make every step feel fly, eBay is making sure the things you love are authenticated by real experts because we all know there is no feeling like real. You guys, so many of us run to eBay the minute we have this idea, something that we want. You can find anything on eBay. You can find like a Taylor Swift hair strand, okay? 
but you want to know that it's a real deal and not somebody else's hair strand. So don't you worry because with eBay authenticity guarantee, there's going to be a blue check mark and that will mean that it was authenticated, that it's guaranteed to have been authenticated. That means when you buy it, you could be confident that it's going to be authenticated by real experts through a hands-on detailed inspection, every stitch, sole, and logo of it. They're making sure that it's the real thing. So just make sure that when you're searching, you are looking for that authenticity guarantee check mark, whether it's for a Louis Vuitton bag, a Rolex watch. You could also filter your search through authenticity guarantee. So you guys, now that eBay has authenticity guarantee, it's not scary to buy something and, you know, not know for sure if it's real because it's going to be authenticated. So ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. You guys, nothing says Thanksgiving like Macy's 97th annual Thanksgiving Day Parade. I mean, even if you're not there physically, you are watching it on your television because truly this is the iconic annual family event that you don't want to miss. So get ready to celebrate the start of the holiday season. I know it's wild, you guys, but it's getting closer. Giant balloons, elaborate floats, and loads of epic entertainment. So the parade will be live from NYC, New York City, on NBC, and it will be streaming on Peacock. We love Peacock. Thursday, November 23rd, 9 a.m. to noon in all time zones. For all the fun details, check out Macy's.com slash parade. And don't forget to watch the Macy's 97th annual Thanksgiving Day Parade on November 23rd from 9 a.m. until noon. And from now until Saturday, November 25th, Macy's online Black Friday event is saving you big on the essentials and gifts you've been waiting to snatch up all year. So don't forget, you guys, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is happening on the 23rd. And until the 25th, you got the Black Friday Macy's event of the year. So check that out at Macy's.com. And for anything parade, go to Macy's.com slash parade. On to our favorite topic as of late. Well, some people, some people's favorite topic. Other people are like, don't talk about it anymore. But the whole world is. I mean, Morgan fucking Freeman was asked about what he thinks about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. And he was like, I don't think about them. And like, good for you, Morgan Freeman. And honestly, like put those people in their place because you shouldn't have to have an opinion on Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Do I think they're so cute? Hell yes. I understand, though. It's so funny. T- Swifties like think I don't like Taylor because I have some snark. And it's like, it's so funny to me. Like, that's this is how I started doing what I do. It's like having opinions that are snarky, but not like totally bitchy, where like celebs can find humor in them and not get offended. And like, I've never said anything about Taylor that was like mean, like think about what mean is, but still the Swifties get so intense about her that they'll get mad. Like they got mad that I was like, oh my God, Travis Kelsey had to watch three hours of her concert with Taylor's dad. Like that must be awkward. And that was me as a human thinking about Travis having to stand with her dad that he just met the night before for three hours and make conversation between songs and whatever. 
And everyone's like, why are you such a hater? And it's like, I'm literally not a fucking hater. I'm thinking about Travis in this moment. Then I was reminded that, of course, Taylor had to do the same thing with Donna Kelsey. But girls are better at that shit usually. But also that's a lot. I mean, that was like her second game that she had to hang out with his mom. But yeah, they are moving fast. It's funny that it, the tabloids like comes out like Selena thinks Taylor is moving too fast. Then it came out like Gigi thinks Taylor is moving too fast. That's why she didn't come to any games. That's actually Perez Hilton posted that about Gigi and Selena. And Gigi commented like stop making shit up. You guys already tried this with Selena. We're so happy for our girl. We're over the moon. Now, I can see both sides of this relationship. I can see people being like, whoa, from being super private to this intense whirlwind of we know about every date he's talking about on his podcast, which I personally like. Thanks, Jason, for bringing out of him to her going to so many games to him coming to the tour for the second time. I mean, it's just TBT him going for the fucking first time not even getting to fucking meet her i mean the fact that he made this romance happen is fucking amazing so like props to him and i also think like who wouldn't date him like he's so attractive and obviously has such charisma and such a personality and is so likable but i'm worried for him i'm worried for him because i do think about the day that if this romance ends and like god forbid the swifties think that he fucked up it's over for him. I mean, how do you survive that? But the Swifties are saying that the reason Taylor's relationship with Joe was so private was because of Joe. And it's like, okay, Joe, who are you to like want to be private? Like, who gives a fuck about you? I don't understand. It's do you remember when Sean Mendes said that he was like a snake? That's so funny. He didn't like him. Sean Mendes didn't like him. And the lie detector test put that to proof. But no, I am really happy for them. I do think it's really cute. Let me just tell you about this story that you guys know of. But at the beginning of November, it was Simon Huck's birthday. And it was at Zero Bond, where it's like an exclusive kind of members only situation. So I get there. And in the lobby were Cara Delevingne hugging Selena Gomez. Ariel was with me. I took Ariel with me and she said that she heard Selena tell Kara, like, I love you so much. Like, we really need to, like, talk soon, whatever. Kara was actually walking Selena out. At this point, it was like 10 p.m. when we got there. It was so late. And then Kara went back upstairs. By the way, this is the second time I've seen Kara in the past, like, six months. And I'm just she's one of those people that you see and you, like, have such positive feelings towards because, like, she's been through so much. She's been relatively open about it. She's sober now. She looks healthy. So I'm like happy for her. Like I want to hug her and be like, I'm so happy you're doing well. Selena, like I'm not sure about that. First of all, girl after my own heart because she left at 10 p.m. while all her friends stayed. Anyway, after this embrace, I realized like, wait, Selena's here. Kara's here. We saw the pictures. Oh, no. This is what happened. We get to Zero Bond and there are mad people outside. Like, okay, if there was one paparazzi, I'd be like, okay. Also, I knew the Kardashians weren't coming to Simon's party. I was like, are they waiting for Simon's party? Like, if there are any celebs, like, why is there so much paparazzi? Why are there so many people waiting? And then these girls called me over. They're like, Amanda, Amanda. And I was like, oh my God. And what are you guys doing here? And they were like, 
Taylor's here. Like Taylor's in the building. I was like, oh my God. So I had seen that picture of that whole posse going out, but I didn't put it together that it was like in the area because they went to Bond Street, the sushi spot, and then they came to Zero Bond. Now, Zero Bond has a, a few floors, but they were dining, I believe, on the fifth floor. Simon's party was on the fourth floor. So anyway, we go up to the party. I'm like, oh, my God. I tell Simon, I was like, Taylor Swift's in the building. He's like, I know. Like, I heard because he's really good friends with the owner. And obviously, Taylor knows the owner and like her team, I guess, or she shares with him when she wants to come and how many people she's bringing, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, he was like, yeah, I heard Taylor like even wanted this space for tonight, like this whole thing. But she's downstairs now. Never in our wildest dreams did we think that she would come like she's not friends with them. And it just wasn't. It was like she's in the building, but I'm not going to go fucking stalk her like. And then I left. I did. I left. I left at probably like 1130. I know. Listen, I'm tired. And then Simon texted me at 2 a.m. and was like, Taylor left 10 minutes after you arrived. No, Simon wasn't with us. So like, I'm not going to believe him that he remembered the time that I left and said 10 minutes because later in our conversation, he was like, yeah, she was there from 1 a.m. to 2.30 a.m. And I was like, "Okay, he thinks I left at 1 a.m. Cool. Let's keep that going because then he'll think that I stayed longer (laughs) at his birthday. But obviously he doesn't know that I left way earlier. So I'm telling myself, like, Amanda, you wouldn't have been there until 1 a.m. anyway. And let's be very honest, guys. I wouldn't have come up to him and been like, hi, Taylor. And the reason why Taylor came up, I'm sure, is because the owner, Scott Sartiano, probably was like, if you guys want to keep partying, there was a party upstairs, tons of gays, tons of fun, super exclusive. The gays make the girls feel safe. You know, I feel like if I were there, I wouldn't make her feel safe because I'd be hounding her, you know, or would I whatever. I'd be staring her up and down, whatever I would have been doing. I'm like happy for her that I wasn't there, you know, and I'm happy for her because it was a safe space. Like it was a dance party full of gays that was just so fun and and, and probably felt good to her. And I heard that she was thriving and having the time of her life and dancing to her own music and loving every minute. I wonder a lot of people are like, oh, my God, she's dancing to shake it off. Like, I do love it. I think that a lot of people could see it another way. Like, I could imagine like hearing my song and being like, no, just not my song. But I'm like self-deprecating and whoever is probably couldn't understand that. But anyway, I miss Taylor. Kara was there, too. Sophie was there, too. I don't know. I mean, I could be mad at myself, but like, please don't make it worse for me. Also, again, what would I have done? What would I have done? I'm not that cool. Well, maybe I would have said hi to Sophie because like I feel like we like having an island. I don't know. I wouldn't have like run and jumped along to shake it off with her. But anyway, here's my point in all of this. I'm so happy for Taylor. I really think they're such a hot couple. I think it's okay to be a little bit snarky and say, does she have the best style? No. By the way, that's what is like relatable about her. And another thing people love about her, like not everybody needs to be Hailey Bieber and have like outfits laid out for the week. We love this for her, but we can also point it out and sometimes wish that she wouldn't wear something from wet seal. I mean, Travis has a lot of swagger, a lot of style. He loves matching sets. He's kind of like Noah. So maybe he'll like, maybe he'll bring it to her. He'll help her with some fash. You know what I'm wondering though? I'm wondering... I'm wondering if this is like the real deal. I mean, Taylor's at the age. I mean, she's not a baby. 
She's 30 something. And maybe like anybody she dates now seriously could be it. But is an NFL player like it? Like, I truly wonder. But we did get like a kiss pick. I mean, this is all happening, you guys. This is all happening. And the world dies for it. So I am happy for her that she could be public about something. It's probably so much pressure to stay private. And also while she was with Joe, wasn't part of it like quarantine and everything was like, I mean, that's when Ariana Grande was married to Dalton and that fucking ended. Speaking of Ariana Grande, I mean, there were some pictures going around of her lately because her boyfriend is now in a Broadway play spam a lot. So she literally went to his Broadway premiere looking like the first lady. And I think we're still shocked because her man, Ethan Slater, you guys, and the way that it happened, we'll never know the exact truth, but the way that we believe it happened was that both of them were in marriages and now both of them are not in marriages meaning both of them blew up their lives to be together. So they must have really fallen in love, which I will say there is a part of me that like does root for love and does believe that like you shouldn't stay in a relationship or in a marriage. Like if you're not happy and if you are in love with somebody else and those things happen, it just is really sus. And I do feel really bad for his wife. Like Dalton is fine. You know, he's a single guy now and they have no kids like they had a kid and the kid was really young and they had seemed like a really in love, normal couple until Ariana Grande came up. I don't know. She kind of lately gives me a little bit of the creeps Ariana Grande. Like, I don't know exactly what's happening, but yeah, this couple, like, I don't think we're like shipping right now. You know what I mean? You guys, sleep is the most important thing ever. Sleep makes the world go round. You can't survive without sleep. You can't work without sleep. You can't take care of your kids without sleep. And for good sleep, you need a good mattress. Okay. And Mattress Firm is here to help you find the right mattress. And they also uh, price match with competitors' prices. And it's just amazing. So Mattress Firm carries this really wide selection of high-quality mattresses from top brands at every price point. And they will help you find the right mattress from the selection of top brands at every price point. You can also take 120 nights to make sure it's right for you. And if not, you can send your money back and be like, I didn't like it. It didn't give me the good night's sleep that I wanted. But that won't happen because... They're here for you to help you find the right mattress. And they have a huge Black Friday sales event. I mean, don't we wait all year to get these big things? We're like, I need a new bed, but I'll wait till Black Friday. So here it is. It's here, you guys. That's right. Mattress, mattress, mattress matters. Mattress firm will find yours this Black Friday sale. So you can shop unbeatable deals at Mattress Firm before they're gone and score major deals on top brands during Mattress Firm's Black Friday. Friday sale. So you can shop the sale in store or online at mattressfirm.com. Okay. And Mattress Firm is here to help you find the right mattress. So you can shop the sale in store or online at mattressfirm.com. I got my Skims holiday sets and I'm obsessed. Literally, you guys, if you're looking for um, holiday gifts, you know your friends and your family 
are going to be like so happy to open up and see Skims. It's just one of those things. Like at this point, Skims is not just like a celebrity brand and freaking props to Kim Kardashian for building this brand because it's not any old brand. Okay. But anyway, what I mean is holidays are coming up. And if you want to get gifts, your family, your friends, they're going to be so happy to get something from the Skims holiday gift shop. I got my stuff. I posted on Instagram too, for you guys to see. I got my dipped thongs in cotton, which are my favorite thongs. And some of you didn't believe me when I said I didn't wear thongs before skims. It is a fact. Put me on a lie detector test. Ask your own that I wore grandma panties since he met me and until I got skims. The holiday gift shop is so good. You can find perfect presents for everyone on your list. Sisters, moms, dads, boyfriends, best friends, and even pets. These collections have been designed for the whole family. Skims makes holiday shopping so easy with styles for everyone in the family. Skims Holiday Gift Shop is a destination for all your gifting needs. Believe the hype because Skims has over 100,000 five-star reviews for a reason. Skims Holiday Gift Shop is now open at skims.com. Plus, get free shipping on every order over $75. After you place your order, be sure to let them know that I sent you. Select podcasts in the survey and be sure to select my show, not skinny, but not fat in the drop down menu that follows. I've been wearing free people since I was in high school and I thought I was the coolest freaking girl ever to even own anything free people. I felt boho. I felt chic. I felt expensive and I freaking loved it. I also love that free people now has FP movement. And this is a whole line of performance ready active wear and beyond the gym staples. So you don't have to go to the gym to get FP movement stuff. Okay. You guys have seen me wearing it in my stories. I love like clothes that like you could work out in, but actually you could also just chill in from leggings to loungewear to cool sweaters to cool shirts that are really breathable, but stylish and kind of still boho chic. I just love it. I love everything by free people and FP movement. And you guys should really check it out. Shop freepeople.com slash not skinny. Again, that's freepeople.com slash not skinny. I also want to talk about Glenn Powell and Sydney Sweeney. First of all, I know Glenn Powell is like considerably hot, like universally hot. Like he has a hundred abs. He's like, you know, Men's Health Magazine cover star, like seems like the guy that everybody wants. I see when I'm yawning because he's boring. Glenn. Glenn. Anyway, he never really truly did it for me, but they're in a movie coming out called Anyone But You. We know of this first because a lot of paparazzi pics came out of them looking really cheeky, really flirty in bathing suits like and then the rumor started. But like everyone's forgetting Sydney Sweeney is engaged. Glenn Powell at the time had a girlfriend, but the rumors were still going and movies love it. The production companies of the movies love it. That means people will go see the movie. And it's just so funny because they both had addressed it in different interviews. And the way they said it, both of the the way they addressed it was very like, okay, who are you kidding? Glenn Powell said, when all that stuff happened publicly, it felt disorienting and unfair. But what I'm realizing now is that it's just part of this gag. Like, okay, Glenn, you're just realizing now, like you've been in the industry, you've been around. Come on. 
Now, the other day, and Sydney Sweeney said a very similar response uh, a couple months ago, but she literally posted the other day in honor, I think, of his men's health cover, a video of her lying on the deck of a boat and him standing on top of her. She's laying in between his legs, basically. And he's like doing bicep curls or whatever. I mean, that's sexual. That's very close. That's like if you're married or have a boyfriend or a significant other, would your partner want that you laying in a bathing suit on the ground and this hot man that already like there are rumors circulating standing over you? So his dick is like in line with your it's just not a good look. And you know, it's, it's teasing. It's like, okay, you guys are really enjoying this. And I just find it disrespectful. Like, yeah, husband's is a little overly jealous. Like he's that type of guy. And that bothered me a lot in life. Cause I'm a very touchy, very warm person. And he would be like, why do you have to like put your hand on, on someone's lap when you're talking to them? And it's like, that's the way I am. Like, you know, but you also have to, I think, try to be respectful if something makes your significant other uncomfortable. And I feel like everything is there are degrees, right? Like you still do what you want to do, express yourself, but like just respect the other person. I don't know if her fiance, Jonathan Davino, doesn't care. And he's like, do whatever you have to do. Maybe he knows Glenn is a tool and she'll never be attracted to him for real. I don't know. But it just seems like a little bit much for me, especially that video. Pete Davidson turned 30. I was shocked that a lot of people were shocked that he turned 30. And when I say people were shocked, I mean, people were shocked that he only is 30. People thought he was way older. And I'm sure it isn't because of the way he looks, because I don't think he looks old. I wonder if it's like his life experience, the fact that he had been on SNL for so many years and people knew about him for so long that you think he must be older is it because he dated such older people. So like, when did he date Kate Beckinsale, who's 50 something now, like when he was 18? Like, I think that's why people think, how is he only 30? But I was really bombarded with he's only 30. But happy birthday belated to P. Davidson. I feel like November is such a birthday month for so many celebs who knew Speaking of Pete Davidson, one of his good friends, Simon Rex, which like, by the way, I love Simon Rex. I don't know. I have this thing for him. So Simon Rex, I came out with skincare called Mox. I don't know why. I don't know why Simon Rex thought that the skincare industry was missing his touch. I mean, Simon, you're cute. You aged really well. But this is no, this is a no for me, dog. I hope somebody buys Mox because I mean. I wrote in my notes, Simon Rex came out with skincare mocks. Oy vey. That's how I feel. I wanted to talk about the Selling Sunset reunion before we finish. I mean, it was very long. I feel like, I mean, the lie detector test was fine. I don't think that they had to do everybody. This whole season, by the way, I felt conflicted about because it's like the, the way when Christine was on, it was always like the same drama with Christine. Then it was like, okay, the drama with Nicole from season six transferred over to season seven and then the drama with Brie and Chelsea transferred over from season six to season seven. So like what's new? What's happening? The only new thing was the Mary Lou. Oh my God, Mary Lou. Oh my God. How embarrassing. I mean, I've watched her scene with Chriselle being like, Jason, but don't you want to be friends with Jason? I don't know how to imitate her accent. 
she had a little herpes going on. I mean, no shame in the cold sore game, but I just like, how does a gorgeous, flawless model look so bad? Like not bad, like physically, but like, how does a gorgeous, perfect model become so small because she sounds dumb and not because she's German, but because she just felt so weak in that moment next to Chriselle. And that's why I said like Chriselle, I said in the Hebrew saying like eats her without salt. Like it's not a competition. Chriselle in one word can devour her, which is not fair to put her against Chriselle. And it was so embarrassing that at the reunion, she was like, I have no problem with Chriselle. It was only for the cameras. And it's like, how naive is Marie Lou for like saying that at the reunion? Like we love breaking the fourth wall, but the fact that she literally was like, it was just for the cameras. And then Chriselle rightfully so was like, I don't want to be a storyline. But at the same time, you guys, you have to understand Chriselle is on fucking touchable. She could literally take a match, blow up Netflix, blow up the Oppenheim group. She's the fucking face of the show. It's wild. It's wild how much star power she has. Even I remember when Brie was on my podcast, we had to take something out that she said. And I'll always respect that when somebody asks for that. But I did try to say, like, listen, like, Chriselle fucking says shit. Like, and she was like, I know Chriselle can say shit. Chriselle could do whatever she wants. And and that's so true. Like that having that power is wild. And I think when Amanda said to Mary on the show, Chriselle change, I think everybody was such a pussy to say it on stage. Everyone was like, no, we meant in a good way. She didn't mean in a good way. If I had to guess, I think she meant it in a way that was like she went to her head. I think that's what Amanda meant. Like she went to her head and she thinks she's hot shit. Because she's like the most famous out of all of us. I mean, Amanda even said on stage, like, I don't have her fandom. Like, I don't have her fan power. And it's like, by the way, not everything is rosy, right? Chriselle, she has a partner who is non-binary, who she has to constantly explain. Because think about this. Netflix is not on Bravo. I mean, Selling Sunset is on Bravo. It's on Netflix. Netflix is world fucking wide. So people from all over the world, a lot of people that are uneducated about non-binary people and what that means. And a lot of close-minded people that are watching even from this country that are probably coming for Chriselle. And I mean, she posts a lot about this and I'm sure she's not afraid to lose followers. But what I mean is don't always think that everything's so rosy. Like, yes, she's the most followed, the most loved, has the biggest fandom, can do whatever she wants on Netflix, but I'm sure she catches some heat even just because of the life choices that she made, which is obviously gross, but that's what's happening. Anyway, so the few moments that were good in the reunion were obviously finding out that Jason hooked up with Amanda as well. Gross. I do wonder if that was before Chriselle, after Chriselle. As you guys know, he dated Nicole. He dated Mary. He dated Chriselle. Now we know he hooked up with Amanda. So literally everybody at the office, but anyone that's new, right? Like, I really don't want to know if he hooked up with Heather. Heather wasn't on that stage. Poor thing wasn't asked back. I don't know. And I did say, like, Jason does seem like a good guy to me. Like, I feel like when you see him in situations where the girls come to him and they talk to him about situations, he does look like he's caring. But, like, I think the castmates are even saying, and I think the fans also see that, like, she might be the one that got away for him. Like, he really seems to love her. And even in the, the lie detector test, they asked, are you still in love with her? And he said, no, but I love her. I'm not in love with her. And they said that that was a lie. So I think she's the one that got away from for him. And I feel bad because I feel like, yes, Chriselle is so in love with G. So that's not 
even relevant, but I just think she never, like in my gut, I feel like she never felt the way that he feels like she was the one for him. I don't think that he was the one for her. By the way, I do have flashbacks to Chriselle and Justin Hartley just because like at that time I knew of Justin Hartley and not of Chriselle and was like, oh, he has this wife who's like not famous and she's so cute. And it's just so funny to look back to that and think about like what a star she's become and how things change. But so, yeah, Oppenheim twins are 56 years old. He's now dating another random model esque pretty young girl, Donica Tanya. And I have no words. It's like, grow up. You know what, Jason? Also, like, I get it. They have money. And I'm not saying that because they're short, they shouldn't get ass. But like, how much ass? Like, are you Leonardo DiCaprio that like every girl in the office hooks up with you? Like, yeah, you have some money. But like, I don't understand it. I don't I think it's over the top. I think it's over the top. Just wanted to say a couple more things. Snoop Dogg announced that he is retiring smoking. I call bullshit. I call Alina edibles coming out. No fucking way. That's his whole brand. No fucking way. Snoop doggy dog. What are you up to? What are you doing? Anyway, you guys, I love you. It was so nice chatting with you. I miss you so much. I do. I want to see you. I want to hug you. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I really get imposter syndrome sometimes where I'm like, I forget. Like, I, I don't, I'm like, little me like does anybody listen to me and then i have to remind myself i'm like yeah fucking bitch you did it i remind myself that i was nominated for people's choice award for this fucking podcast but anyway what i mean is thank you for listening thank you for i mean by the way new podcast cover coming soon so get prepared for it i've been working on it for a fucking year i'm so slow at things that i do because i want them to be perfect and i'm just annoying and anyway i love you i'll talk to you soon Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.